record. And I have already put the fix away, so I got to go find the fix again. Here, I can send you a link. I got it because the link was already in the chat. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Welcome to Potterfic Weekly Take Two, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This time we're doing an even more Poofwinian job of everything, and just went through an entire podcast without recording a thing. Oh. Luckily, it was only an hour and a half long. Yeah, well, actually, it was only it was about forty-five minutes because we started recording at a quarter tell. And it's just oh, 7.30 we? Okay. now. We talked for 15 minutes. So if we don't talk oh, for 15 minutes. Are we recording minutes, this time? Yes, I, I double checked. Let me <laughs> triple check. Hijack record. We are good. And it's actually showing me recording. Yes. Uh, double, triple checking. We are, in fact, recording this time. There's something weird going on. I'm... Oh, my. We need search and rescue for Skype. I'm... Well, I mean, come on. We've got two Hufflepuffs here. You could just go find them. Okay. You've got three now. <laughs> what have you done, Alex? You're calling people. Don't call strangers. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. I. You almost have ruined Charlie to tell for me there. <laughs> almost. And I told Alex, you are not welcome in my bed with squirrel breath. Who dares enter my chamber? <laughs> Who dares into my chambers? <laughs> yeah. Save that for something it totally needs to keep you. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I think she just replaced Scott. <laughs> Sex and snork eggs. Awkward. Yeah, Google I have Google always food. useful. Okay, Google food. I, have, came I was having fun. Well, that's oh. always good, too. We're not fun anymore. You're a different kind of fun. You don't want it to be the same kind of fun. I was going to say, I don't want to know what kind of fun you were having. (laughs) And that's all we're going to say about that because... (laughs) Because we don't want to know what you were doing. Thanks. Now you're just making it seem even worse. (laughs) You are evil. She's just trying to separate church and state, it's all. Doing the Ryan thing. Oh, Want to hear my stupid story? Yes. <laughs> I know you did something because you sent me a message and was like, "Do I have a story for you?" And I'm like, "Oh no." I'm sorry, I just broke a lot of memories, and I'm thinking, "Oh shit, me and my oversharing." <laughs> you do like to do that. She flews the headmaster's office, and Albus says, Good evening, Minerva. Is there a problem? Albus, I have an unconscious Death Eater tied up in my office. Now, Minerva, I'm sure Severus was just... (laughs) (laughs) Because we were slightly off topic. Off topic? Us? Never. Never. No, not at all. How dare you, Sue? How dare you? I know. We're in depth when we're not off topic. Lockhart leaves before Harry and Ron can come out of the closet. He gave me some big brassy balls. Well, you know, we have to have balls. That's what we do. I go, I need to learn how to have a filter on my mouth. Bloody buggering hell. <laughs> oh, shit. Bloody Merlin's galloping gargoyles. <laughs> okay. I hate being responsible. 
We are in I'm Scott. I'm Sue. And I'm Mooney. And I actually have a better internet connection now. Huzzah. There you go. <laughs> and and the first go. one that we did, we have welcome Mooney as a full-time host instead of a guest host and given her a promotion. So that's what we did earlier. And we talked a little bit about uh, Facebook snow and our holidays, which were all, well, most everybody's was good. <laughs> we had good but tiring holidays and there was a lot of snow. Yeah. So, yeah, at this moment, I just looked out my door and it's snowing sideways at my house and and it's coming down fast and it's supposed to snow all night. So I have a feeling I will have several inches of snow by tomorrow morning. Just an update. Yes, we had about 12 inches of snow, maybe more this morning when I got up and it's been snowing for a couple hours this morning and it may start snowing again tonight. So, yeah, lots of snow. It's been fun. Oh, dear. Poor chickens. Oh, oh no. And this is a little bit of a jump from the things you have been listening to, because those were recorded in the fall. But yes. we decided we wanted to do a Christmas fic, even though we didn't actually manage to get to one in December. So we're doing Ron's Muggle Christmas, and we are currently recording in January. And then next week, you'll jump back to the ones that we did in September, October. Mm-hmm. So. So this is a story about Ron going into Muggle London deliberately in order to oh, shop for <laughs> Christmas presents for Hermione's parents. Yes. <laughs> and the author is, I can't even do it, Honorary, Honorary Weasley. There we go. Yes. If I don't look Honorary at it. Honorary Weasley 12 I in, can... on Checkmate, Checkmated and Honor Weasley 12 on LiveJournal, which is where we're reading right now, because apparently LiveJournal has a username length limit. And mm-hmm. Had to take out a couple syllables. <laughs> yeah. So we have this story of Ron's Christmas shopping adventures. And we start yes. off with Ron looking out the window of the shop after he's ushered the last customer out. And he's intently studying the snowflakes because Hermione has told him that no snowflakes are alike. And he wants to he's prove He's not sure wrong. that's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, <laughs> he wants to be right about it. But so far, it hasn't worked. Yeah. yeah. And it also is just a handy way of reminiscing about Hermione because she's off at school having... They've done their trip to Australia and then there was sort of a whirlwind around that. And then now that he's back working in the shop, she's gone back to Hogwarts and he only gets to see her occasionally at Hogsmeade weekends. And it's just mm-hmm. not enough. No. Poor Ron. He's, he's really missing her. Although we do discover in just a moment when Harry enters the scene and <laughs> immediately realizes that Ron is pining for Hermione again. But um, <laughs> Ron gets daily letters from Hermione, mm-hmm. and Harry does not get nearly that from Ginny. No, he well, doesn't. Consider Harry's letter-writing proclivities. Like, he's not one to write letters either. No, no. but neither is Ron. It's more of just a Hermione thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Her- Hermione sends the letters every day like clockwork, and then Ron answers them. So she's getting letters back every day because she sends them. But I think if it was all left up to him, then maybe it would not happen quite so easily. Or what is there to say to write, every, every, write each other every day? I mm-hmm. wouldn't have enough to say. 
Yeah, she well, probably I think tells they... him all about what she's learning in her classes. And he's probably googly-eyed over her and just, you know, oh. I miss you so much. I had yeah, the I most know. wonderful lunch today. Oh, no, that's not <laughs> 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 She probably has some of the I miss you stuff in there, too. Mom made corned I... beef. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they put it together in a, a chat book. Lunches with Weasleys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so. But anyway, um, they have a brief conversation about how much they miss um, Hermione and Ginny. And Ron does not really want to hear about what Harry would like to be doing with Ginny. But, um, but at least he says that Ron will get to see Hermione sooner than... Harry will get to see Ginny because Harry can't go to the platform. So he'll immediately get mobbed by people. Right. And Ron's plan Poor is to Harry. go directly there and pick her up on when they get back from Christmas break. Or right. for Christmas break, I guess I should say. Yeah, which um, turns out to be Christmas Eve. And so but that's still a week away. They've got they've got a week to still miss her and Ginny apparently has taught Harry some disguise spells. Mm-hmm. So he's going to disguise himself and wait a couple blocks away from the uh, King's Cross, and she's going to come find him. <laughs> right, and then they have to apparate straight to the borough because Mom is expecting them immediately. Yes. <laughs> Emphasis on the immediately. She yes. made it very clear. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. So you're lucky because you're going to get to at least hug and kiss Hermione. I have to just go straight to the borough. And Ron's like, don't let... Ron, here you say that you want to kiss my sister. You mean George. Or George. Yeah, George. Yes. Well, second time through, and I still can't get the names right. <laughs> yeah. And we find out he's George upstairs. is upstairs doing the books. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's apparently had a better day today because uh, Angelina showed up. So that was nice. Yeah. But, and, you know, he still has good days and bad days, understandably enough. And then there is Ron's clockwork letter from mm-hmm. Hermione. Pig has shown up with a letter. <laughs> Three, two, one, here he comes! And Ron yeah. says, green doesn't look good on you, Harry, because he's a little yeah, jealous. Harry's being a little bit jealous. Mm-hmm. But then he reads the letter, and he starts to get this horror-struck look on his face, because <laughs> apparently Hermione's not going to have a chance to shop, and she needs Ron to go into Muggle London and get presents for her parents. Yeah. Oh, the and- horror! Please, Harry, please tell me you're free on Saturday. Nope. Sorry. Got an all day training. Yeah. So he's got to go. And Harry says, it'll be fun. Yeah. He spent loads of time in muggle areas in Australia. Well, yeah, but Hermione was always there to make sure I didn't do something weird. Mm -hmm. Um, And Harry says, it'll be fine. Just don't wear robes, use your wand, or say anything weird, or do anything weird. It's simple. (laughs) Yeah. Great. That'll be simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we skip to Ron waking up Saturday morning, and he immediately snuggles back into his sheets, but it's his only day to go shopping. It's his only day off, so he's going to have to go get these gifts. He just doesn't want to. And he wrote yeah. back to Hermione and told her his fears. And I do like this part, because it says he was thrilled that their relationship had progressed to a point where he didn't need to feel embarrassed to tell her his fears and they could talk to each other about arguing. Well, most of the time. <laughs> yeah. 
and she basically said what Harry said. Mm-hmm. He'd be fine, and she really needed his help because this was the first Christmas back, and she felt really guilty, and she wanted to get them nice gifts, but she doesn't have a chance. And so he's he going to... order? Apparently not. She wants to get well, you muggle can't, things for them. Uh, yeah, you can't owl so. order muggle things. Well, I, I meant... <laughs> yeah. Whatever the muggle equivalent to owl ordering is. Yeah. yeah. You know, send a letter or go online or whatever. But um, yeah, she won't have time to do that. There was, there was internet in 1998, but probably not online ordering yet. I imagine that's true. Well, and know. it wouldn't be there. It's only a week from day. Christmas. So. She and she doesn't mm. have access to a computer before New Year's oh, Eve, that's so true too. it doesn't that's work. True. Yeah, that'll also true. That's true. So, so Ron's getting up and he's manages to head off into Muggle London. Mm-hmm. And he's also reminded he has another thing he needs to get besides their presence. Because Hermione said that the Grangers have this tradition of spending Christmas Eve in fun pajamas. So he needs to get himself some fun Muggle pajamas. My vision of Ron in Muggle pajamas is... Uh-huh. It's not like my grandpa who used to wear the nightshirt. I could see Ron in a nightshirt, but muggle mm-hmm. flannel pajamas is just kind of weird. So. Oh, from the sound of it, though, wizarding pajamas and muggle pajamas are the same thing because Harry and the boys all seem to wear pajamas and Ginny and Hermione wear nightgowns, mm-hmm. which I don't necessarily approve of. Why can't the girls wear pajamas, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they like well, nightgowns. They do in this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You would think it could be another generational thing. I'm I'm fairly sure that the uh, old wizard from the Goblet of Fire only wears a nightgown and a floppy hat mm-hmm. like Wee Willie Winking. Yep. <laughs> but Ron, no, he has a basic idea where to go because Hermione has taken him to a few muggle stores before. So he goes to one of them, which is giant. Yeah. Some big department it's store. It's like Macy's or something like that. Yeah. And he looks in and he's like, where am Mark I going to? Spencer, maybe? How do I even know where to go? And how do I find something that isn't rubbish? Yeah. What did you say, Mooney? Marks and Spencer, maybe? Uh, maybe, yeah, because they probably Could wouldn't be. have a Macy's there. So and yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna repeat my muggle mugging, my muggle mugging story here. Because at one point, as Ron's getting ready to go out and about, he... Heads into the the fray and somebody bumps into him and it's this little man carrying four bags and Ron says, oh, excuse me. And the guy doesn't even really acknowledge him. And I thought to myself, oh, because the man bumps into Ron and I thought to myself, oops, he just got mugged. But he didn't. That was just me. Yeah, nobody picked his pocket. He's just, he's really, he's not used to being packed among this many people Mm -hmm. because Wizard villages are usually a little more spread out, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah. And Ron's just sort of looking around going, Muggles sure have a lot of options. And <laughs> yeah. I'm fairly sure I would be in the same shoes if I tried to go into a department store and shop for something because I don't normally do that. And well, right. The and giant especially, ones especially right before Christmas because yeah. that's when they're yeah. really insane. You don't shop oh, yeah. on the 20th of December. This is just not good. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're my brother and then it's the 24th of December that you go shopping. Mm. Oh, yeah. I missed that in my first go around. So my mom and brother 
went to my uncle's house because my uncle was sick. And then they came home and they got home, I think, Thursday night. So they had a couple of days, but not very many days before Christmas. So I opened my first gift from my brother on Christmas. And it's DVDs of season, I think, one and four of Deep Space Nine. Very, very used DVDs. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I think my brother went shopping at my uncle's house. And then the next (laughs) thing that I opened for my brother is a drill box. And I'm like, oh, goody, you got me a drill. And he laughs at me. And I open up this box and inside is this electronic box with wires and a remote control. And I'm like, okay. And he said, that's a Blu-ray player. I thought it might, you might be able to hook it up to your TV in your bedroom. And, uh, and then in my stocking was a $25 gift card. And he said, yeah, mm-hmm. I found that in your, in my in our uncle's drawer and the Blu-ray player he stole from my uncle. So everything I got from my brother, he stole from my uncle's house. Okay. <laughs> and the $25 gift certificate was so old, it wasn't good anymore. Mm. It I wondered. Was, yeah. It was actually a, a Visa card, a $25 Visa card, but it was so old that it had expired. <laughs> so he, was, he didn't bother checking? No, because it was all, it was still in its packaging. It didn't say anything until you opened it up. You know, and he said, you know, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but I found it and, oh. you know, my uncle's not going to use it. So here you might as well have it. So, yeah. but it was really funny because it, it was just like, oh, yeah, you stole this and you stole this and you stole this. <laughs> <laughs> and he got me other Re-gifting. things too. Yay. <laughs> but he, they haven't actually arrived yet because he just didn't have time. And, it was really nice. He was thinking about me, but I just thought it was really funny. So yeah. Speaking of stealing gifts, we kind of did that this year. You know, we had a few gifts for each other, and then my aunt had and my what would she be? My my future cousin in law, and she, uh, did this sort of thing where each person, you know, picked a number, and whoever got the mm-hmm. right number could start. And so we'd go around and pick a gift, and then if you could steal somebody's gift, right? You know, after they opened it. So that that was kind of fun. We were arguing over, you know, slipper sizes and things like that. And <laughs> the boys kept getting the slippers, and, of course, they didn't fit because their feet were too big. So they had to keep giving mm-hmm. away their gifts. We fun. sort of did that a little bit. Our, it was fun. My dad's family um, gave us five presents for the five of us but didn't label them. So <laughs> you just sort of um, pick whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. And they said – in the card, you might be able to tell boys versus girls because they wrapped uh, three of them in one paper and two of them in another. Yeah. But um, other than that, we just sort of had to pick one and open it. And then yeah. it turned out that we all opened the thing that we wanted. So, Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost had to do that with my presents because I had a pile and I was like, I don't know who to give these to. And I ended up sort of randomly semi-randomly picking it, it all worked out, thankfully, but I almost did the whole open them up if you don't like it, give them to somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. I thought about doing that with mine because I got a lot of gift cards this year because Mm -hmm. there was a a lady uh, in our church choir was doing a a fundraiser for, I think, her niece's school, although I could have the relationship wrong, um, and they were 
you got an order form and you could say, I want one of those and one of those and one of those or five of those or whatever, mm -hmm. various yeah. gift cards from a bunch of different places. Yeah. Um, so I ordered several of them that I thought might work. And sort of the idea was they're all things that I would use if I came across a better gift for somebody. Oh, um, yeah. I could swap it out. But I wound up, I just designed cards for everybody and then put gift cards in them. And I sort of said, you know, if it turns out um, the one that I gave Crystal is something Beth really wants, feel free to swap. But, you know, I think it works. And they ended up sticking with what I'd what actually given them. So, Well, that's cool. It worked okay. Yay. Well, and for my brother, because he's really hard to shop for. And I was like, I don't know what to get for him. And so I ended up just making uh, a coupon book and told him I'd clean his house for him. And it was Aww. hilarious because he unwrapped it and he's like, you're going to clean the house? And, and Calvin's, you know, my nephew's like, what is that? And Mike's like, look, a clean kitchen, clean bathrooms, clean the whole house. And Calvin's got this horrified look on his face and he's like, who has to do it? And I'm like, well, you do. Your dad just gives them to you and then you have to clean. And he's like, but, but, but. And I said, no, I'll do it. And he's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> it's really funny because he was just like, who's going to clean? <laughs> yes. That sort of gift has to be voluntary. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually his father goes on a rampage and says, clean that. So he's kind of excited that I'll be the one cleaning instead of him, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyhow. Back we used to do that for mom and dad. We made little coupon books and mm -hmm. say, you know, one clean room or one meal or one dishes thing. Or mm -hmm. I don't remember what all of the things we were did, depending on the time of year. Maybe it was mowing the lawn or stuff like that. Yeah. Anyhow, back to the fic. Yeah. So Ron, Ron's looking at his Christmas options. Figures that the first thing he's going to do is go find the pajamas because at least he knows what he needs to get there. And mm -hmm. It takes yeah. him a while kind of wandering around, but eventually he finds uh, the menswear section. And then there's a mannequin wearing uh, very tight red pajamas with Christmas trees all over them. And so he goes over there and... And makes a remark to the mannequin about how he must love wearing that, mm -hmm. and the mannequin doesn't say anything, and he's like, "Oh yeah. right, yeah, they don't, they don't talk back." <laughs> the nearby lady looks at him suspiciously, like, "What is wrong with you, kid?" As I pointed out earlier, and we'll do so again, there is nothing strange about talking to inanimate objects. I do it all the time. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's only the waiting for them to talk back part that's a little bit odd. That's a problem. Even that. You know, we're starting to have the things that we programmed to do that for us. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hear about, you know, they have that new Google Home thing where you you set it all up and you just tell it's not Siri, but whatever its name is yeah. to do the different Alexa. things. Alexa. Yeah. And some little yeah. girl said, Alexa, order me a dollhouse and some cookies. <laughs> And so this $150 or $20, I don't know what it was, but it was over $100 dollhouse showed up at her house and a great oh big tin of 120 cookies. Oh. And, and so oh, wow. the parents were like, uh, okay. And instead of sending them back, which is what I would have done, they, they had her donate the dollhouse. They got to keep the cookies to eat, but she had to donate the yeah. dollhouse to somebody. But in the news thing... 
while they were doing this on the news, it said, Alexa, order this dollhouse. So all the people that were watching the news with this new Google thing, it ordered it. I remember reading this, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Had a bunch of coming. Yeah, it was kind of a problem. They would have had to have it sitting fairly close to the TV for that to happen, because it has to be, you know, clearly pronounced and understandable. Right. Yeah. I Did you hear the story? What? Hmm? Did you hear the story about the little girl who you, who, so her mother was asleep, little girl wakes up, brings her mother's phone to her mother, and uses her mom's finger to, like, unlock her phone? I heard about this, too. And then yeah. goes in an ordering spree mm-hmm. while oh, mom wow. is asleep. I was going to talk about the, there's a channel on Twitch where they've set up two of these with, you know, the, they must have some sort of program as well as just being an Alexa or something, because there's, yeah. There's one that's a male voice and one that's a female voice, and they've oh, they've yeah. got the conversation program going, so they'll you know respond with predictive things to whatever you t- say to them, yeah. and they just have the two of them set up talking to each other. Well, that's so cute. Some of the sentences don't really make sense, but they just sort of keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Wow. Yeah. It's called bots chat or C bots chat or something like that. <laughs> that's Although funny. kind of creepy. Yeah. It is kind of creepy. So, it, depending on what sort of things they get on, they could get on sort of a topic loop about something, or uh, why would you say such and such a thing? And the answer will be because I am human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind human. of weird, but fun. I love the fact that we were going to do this uh, quickly and efficiently, and we've been more off topic during the second round than we were in the first. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Oh, dear. We're way off course. Ron finds himself a pair of blue jammies with snowflakes on it, and he thinks they might be just a little bit out there, but at least they fit, so there you go. Mm -hmm. And he's got the snowflakes thing that he and Hermione have, so mm-hmm. it sort of works. It yeah. reminds him of Hermione. And yeah. then he has to find the gifts for the Grangers, and he's just sort of thinking and looking around, and he doesn't really have an idea, so he decides, well, I'm here anyway, I might as well go to the chocolate shop. Because yeah. <laughs> he's one of the things they did when he and Hermione came to this store was go to the chocolate department. And, <laughs> and yeah, that was fun. So mm-hmm. they, uh, he picks up some chocolate and counts the money out very slowly. The cashier is a little uh, miffed at him because she thinks he's having her on, but he's just, you know, not real familiar with muggle money. So he's going slow. And Hermione has provided him with a list of ideas for Christmas, but they're not, they're not what he's looking for. Yeah, yeah they because... all seem impersonal and too mm-hmm. practical. And he wants to get something that's special that means something to the person who's getting it. Yeah. No, the, the, but going back to the bit about money, I had to do that when I was in England. I didn't know the money yet, so I literally had to hold on a handful of coins and be like, I don't know how to do this. Can you, you know, take what you need and trust mm-hmm. that they were doing what they were supposed to? Right. Well, at least you were obviously a tourist. Um, Ron is supposedly well, I, English, so they figured he should mean? know, but... True, true. Mm-hmm. So. And from there, he still doesn't really know what to do, but he must be close by to the chocolate shop. He finds himself 
in the men's accessories department and he spots the cufflinks. Mm -hmm. And that reminds him of a conversation he and Mr. Granger had in Australia trying to explain to him what are cufflinks and what is the point of them. Right. Because he's like, why can't they just sew the shirts? Like, they sew my shirts. And so Mr. Granger explains that, you know, cufflinks are refined and elegant and they're sort of a fashion statement. Mm -hmm. It's basically um, where on most dress shirts you would have a button or maybe a pair of buttons. Some of them have, like, two Mm -hmm. uh, tightnesses you can use for fastening your cuffs around your wrist. Instead, they have. I don't get why there can't be buttons. (laughs) Yeah, most shirts there are. That's what the general standard is now. But it's considered fancier by some to have cufflinks, and for those, you just have two buttonholes next to each other, and you thread the cufflinks through, and then attach them. They have a little clip, like the clips at the back of necklaces or some kinds of pins and things like that. And so you have. Some sort of little fancy thing that's, it's usually about a centimeter or a quarter inch, I guess I should say, in size. And then it's some design or shape or something. Mm-hmm. And some people will have like their initials or whatever. And it's on either end of the chain once you have them attached. And that holds the, the, cuff. the cuff together. So I'm thinking about this. And I mean, like, my shirts and stuff, my I just long sleeve shirts, whatever. Most of the cuffs are either large or they're fitted to the wrist, but they're they expand like a sweatshirt that you put in. And but a man's dress shirt needs to be kind of tight to the wrist because most of the time they they then put on a coat or a suit jacket over top of it. And mm-hmm. so, but you can't just have the wrist fitted because most people's hands are too wide to go through it then. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. well, I that's think why that's, there are buttons or anything at the end of it. Right. True. I was just thinking yeah. about that while Scott was talking. I'm like, so why are they not just fitted? But that's it. Most people's hands are too big. So they have to have that so that it can unbutton so that you can get your hand through it. And then you button it tight to your wrist. So then you can put your arms through a suit jacket without the shirt riding up. Yeah, it's not going to pull your sleeve up when you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it does still, and you sort of have to, once you have the jacket on, you have to slide your arms forward and mm-hmm. shoot the cuffs out again. Yeah. but um, And other, there are other options, like the, um, the Renaissance shirt I got. They put elastic in the cuffs and then just flare them out from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then you can slide your hands through and it still snugs up. But, yeah, most... Most dress shirts will either have buttons or a spot for cufflinks. You usually, like I haven't ever gone looking, but it's not something you just come across a shirt that has the two buttonholes. I think you have to actually go and get one specifically for that if that's what you want to wear. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyhow, he finds the he remembers this conversation and he decides he's going to get Mr. Granger some cufflinks and. He goes over to the jewelry area, and it takes him a little while to find anything that seems like it'll work. But eventually he finds some simple silver ones that he thinks Mr. Granger will enjoy. Yes. And then he's got to go on to Mrs. Granger, and since he 
His remembrance of Australia helped him find a gift for Mr. Granger. He thinks about Australia and he comes up with what he thinks will be the perfect gift for her. And he gets that. And then he has something that catches his eye and it sends a cold shiver up his spine. But then he is connected to it. So he goes over to take a closer look. Yeah. And he decides to get something for Hermione as well while he's here. I thought that part was going in a totally different direction the first time I read it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then we go to New Year's Eve day, and Ron's at the table, tapping his foot, nervous with anticipation. Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve day. Yes. Not New Year's Eve. Not New Year's Eve. There's maybe a New Year's podcast, but it's still Christmas. (gasps) It's Christmas Eve. Man, I'm having trouble tonight. Yeah, so there he's waiting to head to the station and pick up Hermione because mm-hmm. it's almost time that he gets to see Hermione again. And then Harry comes in in his disguise mm-hmm. so that he doesn't have to put it on while he's close to the station somewhere. And he's basically done like the um, bad 70s spy movie disguise. Mm-hmm. It's like a long <laughs> wig and a mole on one side of his face and a thin, weird looking mustache. It's a except he's done it all the spells. It <laughs> <laughs> he's hidden his scar and he looks really uncomfortable and Ron just starts laughing and spits his toast all over the place. So. And Mrs. Weasley turns around and like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Molly. <laughs> Ron's yeah. like, I think Ginny was taking the mickey out of you with those charms, mate. But mm, Pretty sure people are still going to be staring at you, but mm-hmm. I guess they won't. <laughs> recognize it's you <laughs> yeah and harry says well just see how you like it and ron's like what do you mean and he's like well you know you're sort of famous in your own right people are going to be staring at you too and ron pretty much dismisses that yeah, nobody thinks anything of me i'm just harry's friend whatever and then he gets uh-huh. there and people are like hey that's ron weasley did you see that's ron weasley <laughs> <laughs> i heard ron weasley was here I wonder where he is. Yeah. I bet you he's waiting for for his girlfriend or his sister. He's waiting for his sister because, you know, Harry's waiting for Hermione Granger. And I was like, what? wait, wait a minute. That's not right. <laughs> yes. Because he sort of goes off to the end of a platform to try and be by himself and not um, get stared at so much. Mm-hmm. And then we hear conversation from a couple of witches who have been reading different magazines, apparently. Yes. And, uh, Sue has been reading Rita Skeeter and thinks that Harry and Hermione are together and her friend Mary has to set her straight. Because, you know, the Quibbler published that picture last year of um, uh, Ron and Hermione kissing. And so obviously they're together. Yes. And everybody knows that it's Ginny Weasley for Harry Potter. So, yeah. Sue Sue needs to be set straight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ron sort of thing. Oh, yeah, that was embarrassing. Better not do that again. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Hermione shows up, there he is kissing her again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Sue says about Ron, he's quite dishy with all that red hair, and he's so tall. <laughs> Ron's like slouching down. <laughs> yeah. so. These are probably people who are, you know, Molly's age or close to. Mm-hmm. And- so he... Uh, he- the train gets there. He can feel the 
the vibrations that are telling him that the train's coming and the train gets there and he can't find her right away. He's looking for her and, you know, it's just a madhouse. Everybody's getting off and he's tall so he can see over the crowd, but he can't find her and he's starting to get sort of panicky. Oh, what if something happened? What if she missed the train? Oh, what, if, what, what if? And then all of a sudden there she is. She taps him on the shoulder and she's in front of him and then she's not in front of him because she he's lifted her off the ground. Mm-hmm. And a full half meter. And mm-hmm. they cry and snog and mush all over each other. Yeah. They say Aww, how much they've missed each other. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> And then they pull back and look at each other and just laugh because they're such a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he says, it's a good thing my brothers didn't see me cry or they never let me see the end of it. And yeah, you know, Lucky only your sister saw you. And whoops, mm-hmm. hi. Jimmy's been just standing there waiting. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. I won't him. tell anyone unless I need something and you're not giving it to me. <laughs> yeah, he says, isn't mom expecting you? Yeah, I'm off to find Harry. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be good. <sighs> yeah, so they have a little bit more time together on the platform and then head off to go get Crookshanks and apparate near the Grangers. And Hermione's expecting to arrive in the yard, but mm-hmm. Ron has brought them to the park around the corner so they can have a little bit more time together alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he backs her up into a tree and snogs her really, really wood. Really good. And uh, he says, sorry, I needed to get that out of my system before we went to your parents. I know we won't get the opportunity for a couple of days. And she's like, good, good thinking, Ron. (laughs) I'd make puns about wood, but I will refrain. (laughs) Okay. I was thinking about that. Yeah. But she compares him to Romeo for being such a romantic, Mm -hmm. telling her that um, he loves her every day. Yeah. He doesn't know who Romeo is. So what a Romeo work is. Out. And, they... and then we shift to in the Granger's house. And they spent the afternoon helping with decorations and get changed and so on. And Ron's kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. But dinner goes well. And well, of he enjoys he all the food. Because he it's, gets uh, to eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a little more formal than he's used to, but it's still pretty good food. And yeah. he must be answering all the questions about his life and childhood okay, because Hermione keeps squeezing his leg under the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they head up to change into their pajamas. Yeah, He's the first one to get back to the living room. He can hear the Grangers in the kitchen. And then Hermione comes down the stairs wearing a uh, jammies with uh, red jammies with Rudolph on them. Yeah. Covered in reindeer with red noses and they have little feet on them. Yeah, she's got footy pajamas. Mm -hmm. Which I guess are the thing now for adults. I think that's really funny, but that's that's apparently. You can find them. I don't know that they're like completely standard but mm-hmm. you can get them yeah. um i wouldn't mind footy pajamas it would keep my feet warm mm-hmm. yeah i just wear really fuzzy socks those were some of the best uh, christmas gifts i got actually was my uh, middle sister gave me two pairs of fuzzy socks and my eldest sister gave me a big fuzzy bathrobe so nice now on weekends i get to lounge around in my big fuzzy bathrobe and, and your great. fuzzy socks i got fuzzy socks mm-hmm. for christmas too so yeah yeah I haven't actually put them on. I should have put them on because my feet are cold, but 
Mm, yeah, with your sideways snow and everything. With my sideways snow, yeah. I just tried to look out the window and I can't. Uh, it's not going sideways anymore, but it's coming down. That's good. Coming down mm-hmm. hot, hot and heavy out there. Well, so. cold, really. Uh, yeah, I guess. Cold and heavy. <laughs> But Mr. Granger comes in next, Mm -hmm. and he's got bright green pajamas and a Santa hat. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, And Mrs. Granger does, too. Mm -hmm. Apparently, this is more conservative than some of the outfits they've had. In past years, there was a snowman and (laughs) various other things. We find out that Hermione has always been impatient, and so they open their gifts on Christmas Eve. I almost said New Year's again. On Christmas Eve because Hermione yeah, is impatient. It's not because I'm impatient. It's because then on Christmas there's more time for reading the books. Yeah. <laughs> her That's why it's nice to be Swedish. We do it on Christmas Eve anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh. can always go with being Dutch and get stuff on December 5th. There you go. I think those are usually fairly specific things. One of our uh, salespeople at the office actually has some Dutch heritage, and he this year got everybody a chocolate first letter of their name. Oh, fun! December fifth. So, yeah, yeah kind of cool. neat. So, Mr. Granger presents Ron with the first present, and he opens it up, and She's Hermione's not just bouncing. Yet even, yeah. But, and um, it turns out to be this great, big, amazingly well-made chess set. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's made out of mahogany and silver, and the the pieces oh are marble, and must yeah. have cost them quite a bit, actually, because chess yeah. sets in general are pretty expensive. Yeah, but. he says, I think this is the nicest thing I've ever owned. Thank you so much. It's amazing. And then he looks at yeah. Hermione, and he's like, this was your idea, wasn't it? And are you sure it's not too much? And she says, no, I knew you'd like it, so it's all right. And then he gets the gifts for that he's gotten for them, and Hermione makes this announcement. Mom, Dad, Ron bought your presents from the two of us. He went shopping all by himself in London, and I don't even know what he's got you yet. <laughs> and, you know, Ron's kind of shy, and I hope you like them. Yeah. And Mrs. Granger wants to know if he's wrapped them himself because it's really nice. And he says, no, they had a store. They had a place at the department store you could go and they wrapped them all for you it was a whole big area it's great (laughs) (laughs) they all laugh at him (laughs) excuse me with him yeah Mm -hmm. and so he uh, mr granger opens the the gift and it's cufflinks but they have h's on them so that he can think of hermione and Mm -hmm. So, and it's a perfect gift. Mr. Mr. Granger really likes it. And Mrs. Granger thinks it's a lovely sediment. Yeah. Mm. And she opens her gift and it turns out one of the things they talked about or one of the things that happened in Australia was that she'd broken her favorite tea set. And so Ron has bought her a new tea set in nice china with roses on it. Mm-hmm. So he gets a big hug. Yeah. He's done good. And then... Mm-hmm. He goes to give... That'll do, Ron. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like this because he put a lot of thought into it. He really had to, you know, he was nervous about it, but he ended up doing a really good job. And it shows this mature, grown-up Ron, and I really like seeing that. But Mm -hmm. then 
he has one more gift and it's for Hermione. And he says, I have to tell you something and it might be corny, but I mean it. And he says, having you in my life has meant so much to me. And I saw this and I was initially filled with dread, but I also remembered something that you told me after or at Fred's funeral. You said turning a negative into a positive is a powerful act. And so I got this for you. And he has He's given... gotten her a locket, mm-hmm. which at first glance kind of reminds him of the Horcrux, which is why he was so turned off by it. But this one is in the shape of a book. Yeah. And what I love, and we glossed over this the last time, is he hands her this very small jewelry box. And in behind her, him, the parents are like, because oh, they think it's a ring, but it's not. <laughs> And it's like, oh, it. okay. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she, of course, loves it. And inside, there's a picture of the two of them. Mm-hmm. So, well, actually, it's a picture of him on one side, and then on the other side are the words, I love you. Ah, uh, yes. That's right. And mm-hmm. she's like, I can't believe you did this. And he said, I didn't know when I saw it because it reminded me of that moment when I left you, which was the worst moment. But it also called to me. And, you know, I wanted to get you something to show I cared. Yeah. Besides, you're usually mad at me at Christmas. So this way, you you know, I still care. (laughs) And then they snog. Yes. For quite a while. Remember that. Oh, parents. Living room. (laughs) Well, more cider, anyone? Yeah, the Grangers seem perfectly fine with this and head off to get cider. And they go on for a number of hours listening to Christmas songs and playing games and talking. And I'm sure they, they last until the early hours of the morning, which amazes me. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine staying up that late on Christmas Eve. But No, no you got <laughs> to go to bed so Santa can come. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they, they gave that chessboard a... A run for its money, or a test drive, yeah. or Probably. something. Mm-hmm. So, but finally, Mister Granger kind of yawns and says, "I'm knackered. It's time for bed." And before we go, we have to discuss sleeping arrangements. And Ron's confused because he's expecting to spend the night in the guest bedroom, but Hermione has been campaigning to get them to sleep in the same room. Mm-hmm. And, and eventually, the Grangers have decided this is okay as long as. All they do is sleep, mm-hmm. and the door remains open at all times. Yeah, <laughs> and they can't use magic to uh, circumvent the first rule that the door stays open at all times. Yeah, and, so no silencing charms or anything. Mm-hmm. We trust you, and you're old enough to do this, but we're trusting that you're not going to take advantage, too. Yes, Mr. Granger. Thank you, Mr. Granger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so they have a nice night. They do. Mm-hmm. And Ron says it might be the best Christmas present ever mm-hmm. just to have the chance to wake up next to her. Yeah. And so. he says, I don't think my parents are going to let us get away with this. And Hermione's like, well, it's okay. Harry and I are going to trade rooms. So don't worry about it. We won't tell your parents because mm-hmm. we can use magic there. No, Molly won't let them get away with it. Arthur, I don't think, really can. Arthur would just be like, yeah, whatever. Probably be fine. But then Molly might surprise them. Yeah, you never know. Arthur would be like, let me teach you the contraceptive charms, and then I don't care what you do. 
Well, Molly is the one who keeps talking about grandchildren, so you never know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And so. then we have a little bit of shift of perspective because Mrs. Granger is peeking in on them on Christmas morning and she and Mr. Granger have a bit of a conversation, that, uh, you know, noticing that Ron's good for her and, mm-hmm. you know, they're good for each other. And they think he's a fine young man and it's just as well they like him because they're probably going to get married pretty soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but Mr. Mr. Granger says, well, you know, I'll still have to play the role of stern father and keep him in line. But... Uh-huh. <laughs> You're not stern, dear. <laughs> and unbeknownst to them... Ron is awake and has heard everything that they've said. And it makes him feel good that he's accepted. And which is good because he's going to marry her. Mm-hmm. And he kisses her and says, happy Christmas and goes back to sleep. And it's a nice story. It is a nice story. Mm-hmm. It was. And, There's know, not, you know, there isn't a whole lot of drama. It doesn't spiral into a big plot or anything, but no. it's a good Christmas story. And, I think they did do a good job of making Ron both showing a Ron who has grown up and matured and Mm -hmm. thinks about things, but also still being the same Ron. Right. Like the the first half being so much about how uh, worried he is about this and unsure about what to do with everything makes us realize that, yes, this is Ron, Mm -hmm. even though he takes enough time that he comes out ahead with it. Right. So. And. Yeah, it's, it's not just like, why, of course, I shall go into Muggle London and get the perfect gifts. I'm Ron Weasley. I can do anything. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> then that's not Ron, but yeah, and this works out really well. On a slightly related note, I'm browsing through the link you sent, Scott, and there are ducky cufflinks. And now I just found penguin cufflinks, and I am very happy. <laughs> yes, there are all sorts of kinds of cufflinks, apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Star Wars to Batman to animals to clocks. Yeah, to, they, they can be yeah. very expensive. I don't have that kind of money, <laughs> and I wouldn't wear cufflinks anyway. Aww. Now I'm picturing Ron buying Arthur some ducky cufflinks. <laughs> Or maybe Harry would. I don't know. Eggs and bacon? All right. Those are just a little bit too weird. The Star Wars ones are cool. Can you put them by price? Because I ain't got that kind of money. Well, $65 isn't too bad. Yeah, you can sort by price Mm -hmm. at the top. Uh Uh-huh. There we go. (laughs) Hey, look. There's boats. We should send those to to Melinda. Boat boats. (laughs) The cheapest ones are yarn ones. Oh, they're yarn cufflinks. These are adorable. (laughs) <laughs> Kelly could have some of those. Yeah. Oh, never mind. It's co- I don't know. Cotton candy. There are Where? a lot of, lot of, lot of cufflinks. <laughs> In the world. Yeah. I know. That's cute. Mm-hmm. So now we're veering off on tangents again, but we did manage to wrap up the story. We did. And, and we, we actually recorded this thing. time. I hope mm-hmm. so. And I it's still enjoyed thing. it, even though we just read it an hour ago. Mm-hmm. It's still a good story. And... Honor Weasley 12 on LiveJournal or Honorary Weasley 12 everywhere else or possibly Honorary Weasley 13, I think it mentions. But various combinations of that has stories available from lots of things. They are still writing, have just posted a new thing in 2017 and have apparently an archive of stuff. I think this was was 2016. This was um, December 28th. 
And they have one more that they've posted more recently just on, when was the 7th? Saturday. And then they have an archive going all the way back to 2008 of stuff. If you enjoyed this story, you can find other ones of theirs to read. We might have to do that. Mm -hmm. We will have a link in the show notes to this. And the sidebar of LiveJournal also has links to Checkmated and The Leaky Cauldron and MuggleNet, which is where they also have stories. So you can read in whichever format you prefer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can also find us online at potterfickweekly.com and potterfickforum.com if you somehow found this podcast and didn't find either of those. And (laughs) the one that we actually... It could be. Um, We probably interact the most these days on Facebook, on the Poufwa Facebook group, which is P-O-U-F-W-A. But there is still stuff going on in the forums every now and then. We play some games or sort people into their houses and yeah, we're actually going to have a ball there. Uh, the 22nd through the 28th. Yes, the 22nd through the 28th, we're going to be having oh, our 10-year anniversary party. We'll probably be having a ball on either the 24th or the 26th because I have both of those as the day that the forum was started, but I think it was probably the 24th. And we'll have some sort of ball there and we'll play some games and do some different things. So if you uh, want to drop we by do, the forum, you know, it's going to be a little different then and hopefully we'll be having We do some word fun. games and you can uh, change your forum name to be in costume if you want. And we do various kind of online scavenger hunt things like going up and ordering what you like from the uh, food counter you can go find pictures of your favorite food and put it in there mm-hmm. and things like that it's it's fun we enjoy ourselves they're not as raucous as they were in well 10 oh, years ago but but have a good time there's some neat things that happen and there's always you know listening to wizard rock or wandering around on facebook and posting vaguely potter related things mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but, I missed sure the discussion about finding the thick and my bemoaning the fact that my trivia game was probably not going to happen because none of us remember what the heck the fix are called. That's right. That's really <laughs> yes. for the limit of. But we will we'll have some sort of trivia game because I, I have lots of old questions. I'll just mix them up and huh. and uh, do it. The, the ones that are the hardest is when we do uh, host quotes. A lot of people have trouble mm, with those. Yeah. They, they don't listen as many times as I do because usually I can pull off the host quotes. But yeah, well, uh, the editing really helps for remembering when things happened and mm-hmm. who said what, <laughs> except for lemon drops, <laughs> which we had trouble with. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. Well, that was several years ago at this point, yes, so you know there is back. an excuse. <laughs> Yeah, this was a fun story. I'm glad you found it, Sue. Yeah, me too. I'm glad she posted it on, on Live Journal, and it just happened to come across my thing, and I went, "Ooh, this looks like fun!" So I gave it a read, and then we decided we would do our new in the year holiday podcast on it. So happy yeah. New Year holidays, everybody! Because. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, uh, I don't think Chinese New Year has happened yet. So. There you I don't go. think that's until February. Uh, it's like January 28th or February something. Yeah. But 
it's a while anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we will try and get this out to you soon. And then we will be jumping back into our podcast from the fall with um, what was it? What's next? Was it Dudley's Dilemma? Or is that uh, what, what we just about did? Eye? No, well, that's what we're recording next. But the next one to be released after this will be After Magic. Ah, oh. uh, yes, that's right. We just finished Dudley's Dilemma ones. So that's also a fun story, but very different in tone to this. So uh, if you like sort of epilogue type stories and you want a little bit more emotion and drama in your fiction, just stay tuned. (laughs) There you go. It'll be fun. It's nice to have a lighter thing every now and then, too. Mm -hmm. That's true. It is. And it's the holidays. We want something light for the holidays. So there we have it. I think that's probably wraps it up. Wraps mm-hmm. it up for tonight. Um, we have successfully gone through a podcast on this twice and actually recorded <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> so, I well, hope if you this one didn't record, and... I'm not doing it again. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you enjoy us and want to hear us talk about other fics, we are at Potterfic Weekly, and there is a giant backlog of things both mm-hmm. with us talking about stuff and previous hosts talking about stuff. If you want to hear us talk about things that aren't Harry Potter, you can find us on pointofviewweekly.com, which is where we talk about random things. That's happening a little bit less these days because everybody's busy and there's, you know, babies and school and plays and things happening. But we will have more of those as the year goes on. If you feel like rating us on iTunes. Apparently that's a thing people can do. Um, <laughs> We're not all good the, about asking for things like that. All the podcasts I listen to talk about that. Yep. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I hope you had fun and good afternoon, good evening, or good night, everybody. Thank good night, y'all. everybody. So hold on to the one that those books brought to our Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.